Hey, this is Paris Randall. You might have seen me play Blythe Remington in The Quick and the Undead or Don in Circus of the Dead running away from those pesky, psychopathic, necrophiliac clowns. You're listening to the Metal Hand of God podcast, and it kicks ass and, as always, rocks. Welcome back to the Metal Hand of God podcast. I am your host, Wayne, and sitting on the other side of the world, far, far away, drinking a beverage, think of me naked, is... I'm the rum guy. There you go. All right. And today we have a very cool and awesome guy who doesn't have an N in his name, and it's Mitch, (laughs) Mr. Mitch Rafter. So much expectation. (laughs) 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 <laughs> oh man I, I look dude like i said earlier when we were talking I, I i sorry man i don't know why i kept wanting to put a fucking in in your name it was the stupidest thing in the world but i, I do that I yeah he, he's never he's never good with names he's better with faces look than, uh, i had we had one of like the guys that i grew up listening to in music and on our show and i was so fucking excited about it and i could i butchered his fucking name like five times <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, dude, like I love you, you know, you, you know, you you were like one of my influences as a kid, and and I can't say your name right. And I'm just gonna butcher your name. Yeah, it was so <laughs> bad. I love dude. you, but I love you, but butchering your name. I mean, it, it was cool though because you know, it, it. I just felt bad for him after. I mean, I'll tell you, it, it was um, Danny. Oh, I'm gonna butcher his name again. Butcher it again. <laughs> Damn. No, I'm not even gonna say that. You know what? Don't even worry about it, Wayne. I'm not gonna say it. He was he was in Anthrax and he was in fucking SOD. So it doesn't matter. What we're yes. here about today is this gentleman right here. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot. We're here. We're supposed to be interviewing oh, you, hey. right? Oh yeah. Hey. Fuck. Hey, I'm so stupid. <laughs> God. All right. So you are Mitch Rafter. I am. You are the the uh, proprietor and owner of Guar. Gotta say Guar. Listen to me. Guar. Guar. No, Gore Noir magazine. That correct. So much cooler. Well, no, I, your magazine's I, fucking cool too. Well, we actually interviewed a couple of people from Guar, so you know. Oh, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. That, uh, that's another subject. That's one of my most seen bands. I've seen them eleven times. It's fucking retarded. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. They're super rad. Yeah, uh, we interviewed uh, Beefcake and one other one. <laughs> <laughs> the other guy in the costume, right? Yeah. He had a good name, too. Yeah, yeah. Ballsack. Right? Is that his name? <laughs> yes. Oh, it's funny. Uh, so... We interviewed Pustulous. That was it. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. The, the newer guy. Yeah. So tell uh, tell us, a li- for those who haven't... Uh, or aren't familiar with your magazine first tell us a little bit about that so it's a print magazine we also do digital uh this will actually be eight years that we've been out oh congratulations uh, it's uh really niche uh we do like artwork a lot of like artist interviews um music it's a lot of throwback stuff so we'll do like our next one's actually going to be nightmare on elm street that we're going to do a, a tribute issue to nice we have a, a blood cover that I'm doing for that one. So uh, it's actually like like moving blood on, on top of artwork that I, uh, oh, wow. Mike Barentine did. Uh, but yeah, it's a lot of just like the, the movies that I loved, like, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street and Texas Chainsaw and They Live and things like that. Well, I've seen, um, I, I know that uh, when I was a young kid, I, it was one of the type of magazines I used to buy all the time was the the gore and the horror magazines and stuff, but I don't, you know, they they seem to have changed over the years. Yours seems to have stuck with a more of a classic type format, which I I think is, was kind of missing in the newer magazines. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. A lot of, I mean, you got to kind of, I'm a, I'm a niche magazine. I'm not really, uh, 
like looking to make you know sell a bunch of of, uh, of magazines. Otherwise, I would be covering you know all the James Wan movies. But uh, right. <laughs> instead, I kind of go with that more uh, nostalgic '80s. Uh, we also even do like old black and white stuff too. We have a coffin-shaped issue that we do once a year. So I kind of I kind of go for that, um, you know, kind of gimmicky, like fun, kind of old style that they used to have when uh, people actually bought magazines. That's so well, that, cool, man. Yeah, that was when they were cool. You you could open right. up. It was like a, I don't know. It's the same thing with with me and uh, I've said it in the past about cover art on albums. Music, you know, it's, yeah, yeah. Every every time you turn the page in one of those older magazines, it was like it was a new cover. It was a new, it, it was a piece of art every page, which was very very cool. Yeah. And yeah, uh, I, you got to you got to have that. You can't have a bunch of ads in the magazine and it can't I don't know. It it can't be just a bunch of reviews and just looking like you're just pandering to, you know, whoever paying your bills. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're you know, a lot of the new ones you open them up and it's like, "Oh, it's a really halfway decent article." You turn the next page, it's a full Nivea ad. Right. something for, for zit cream and you're like hey, the, if it, where's the next article if you, you know, can't get it up it. try this yeah that kind of shit yeah we i definitely try to to go away from that and have you know just more fun fun stuff that we did like a scratch and sniff cover for return <laughs> of the dead dude uh, dude tell tell me it was the girl's red bush because <laughs> the- oh, oh, that would be that would have been a, a second choice but uh <laughs> We did Tarman. Oh, that's good. That's that's good. That's that's all right. Okay, all right. Uh, that's that's a probably more. I'm sorry. Uh, you can see where I went with that. My bad. Yeah, yeah. We did interview Linnea Quigley for that. No one, shit. So that's awesome. Well, but that is awesome. When oh I think of God. Return of the Living Dead, I think of Tarman. So yeah. Well, I think of him and her. That's like the, <laughs> that was like the. What you ugly know, children that would be though. I mean, not yeah, not together, not oh, together. Those oh, were two I mean, most. That in in the in the uh, half dog were the, like the memorable moments for me as a child. Going, wow, that's fucking fucked up. Oh, there's a lot of scenes in that that you're just like, whoa, what yeah. the hell is going on? And uh, what what is the uh, return of the Night of the Living Dead? And what was the the other two part two? Yeah, part when, two is all right. <laughs> it, it's silly, but uh, the the it, one it moment was the priest two of that movie series. yeah yeah right the one moment in that movie that sticks into my head is is the get this goddamn screwdriver out of my head moment <laughs> that I, I was just like that is fucking funny <laughs> you know that's what I liked about those movies you always you know no matter you know how much blood you threw at the screen there was actually somewhere in one of the there's one moment in every one of those movies you went. <laughs> yeah, kinda, it's I like that schlocky. Laughing, as, but that's funny. It's the schlocky aspect to it, you know. It's like they yeah. have they have yeah. a little funny to it, and and it can be you know scary at moments. It can be serious, and it can be funny all, all at one time. And and that's the genre that I believe that is lost in some of these new horror movies that are out there. That's what I aim for when it comes to the magazine. It's kind of more towards that like trauma, like, right? The like bloodiness, kind of all of that that kind of feel to it. I want it to be more of like a culture magazine as opposed to like uh, just a straight horror magazine where, hey, this new movie's coming out. I'm never going to do that. It's it's a, it's That's a tough. Cool. I mean, the genre has lasted as long as it has for the, the fans that are out there and people like you putting the time in for it. But it's still one of those. It, a lot of people aren't familiar with a lot of the things that go on in that world. And it's good yeah. to see publications that are you can actually go, hey, buddy, read something. Check this out. <laughs> yeah. I like to do a lot more towards like the artists because you would see a lot of like poster art and things like that. But beyond that, you didn't know who the artist was or like like how many other posters he's done. There's never really been a lot of like people interviewing those those actual artists of that kind of stuff. And uh, we did a, an interview for all of the uh, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, the the poster artists. Wow. We did an interview of him, so he's his stuff's just amazing. Yeah. Now, what's is. the telethon aspect of uh, of this thing we're talking about? So that's actually going to be to uh, uh, get because obviously when it comes to print media, it's it's expensive to put out. Exactly. And I'm not like big corporate backed. I'm not like I don't have a huge amount of um, you know advertisers. And basically, so, you're an independent magazine independent completely you know paid for 
by a horror fan and made by a horror fan. So uh, in order to make these magazines, I have to do like interesting stuff to be able to uh, make the money. So we'll do like uh, blood wrestling and slime wrestling shows. Um, you know, kind <laughs> of fundraisers. Awesome. Uh, this one I, I thought of, uh, I do a thing called horror shopping network uh, where I'll just get like products that my friends make and like sell it on the show and we'll sell the magazines. We'll do like special deals, but this cool. version of, of the horror shopping network will actually be a telethon kind of like um <laughs> the old school telethons where they're up there and they'll have like friends on and they'll be like different are stuff. you are you you're uh are you gonna well only i can only have one telethon springing into mind right yeah now. me too me too uh, Jerry's kids. Jerry Lewis? Yeah. yes yeah. And i'm thinking <laughs> how messed up would that be if you had some well oh, that'd be messed up like, <laughs> i know where you were going with that I, I mean, I, I will be filling that role. Nice, okay. nice. <laughs> That's beautiful. It would be kind of funny that you have like these little, like uh, maybe uh, ghouly, creep monsters. Up yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, help them out, and they're holding hands. You help know, these, maybe there's a help these creatures. They need yeah. help for for a mere <laughs> for a mere a day. yeah yeah for a mere dollar a day. You could feed this little ghoul. <laughs> yeah, so we'll, we'll do like. Um, we're going to do a, uh, a pre-sale for the Nightmare on Elm Street issue, so that'll be the first time you can get that. Nice. Uh, it'll be also the pretty much the only way you're going to be able to get the uh, the blood-filled cover for the Nightmare on Elm Street issue. That's what. Uh, um, and then we're just going to be doing giveaways as we go. Like whoever you know spends the most, you know, this hour will get this for free. It's just going to be a lot of like giveaways. Like That's we'll very cool. And stuff like that. And it'll just be a fun time. It's all going to be. Um, uh, like a live feed through face our Facebook and our, our uh, Instagram. When so, when uh, is this going to happen? So I, I rescheduled it because I originally had it in January, but I had to reschedule it to February. Um, I'm shooting for February 3rd. Uh, there is a, uh, if you go to our Facebook, there's a event page. So okay. you can be the, one of the first ones to know, make sure that it's coming up on the 3rd. I want to make sure it was a, you know, a fun thing that I put enough time into it and, uh, holidays are crazy so oh yeah it was hard to put put enough time to it and do it in january so i'm like i'm gonna push it back make it something better than what i was planning on so awesome well, I, I definitely plan on tuning into this because i, I will participate that's that's something fucking really cool like I, i'm cool. down with that yeah that's what i want i want a lot of participation people you know messaging us and uh you know just having fun we're gonna Probably have beers and pizza and you know lots of blood and slime and well, craziness. Uh, it's not fair. I can't get the beer and pizza, man. I live way in Louisiana. It's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, real quick, how did this? Um, I mean, without going into crazy, crazy detail, I mean, did you just wake up one day and say, "Hey, I want to start a magazine"? Like, fuck it, I want to do a magazine. <laughs> so when I was a kid, I was always like one of those like uh, comic book people, and like I was into magazines and like all that kind of stuff. I made my own comic books when I was a little kid, like, you know, drew it out. And, awesome. And I always wanted to do a magazine. Um, and then I had a clothing line, which I wanted to do ad for advertising for. And it was almost cheaper for me to create my own magazine as opposed to paying for an ad in somebody else's. So I was like, you know what? I've, I love horror and I've always wanted to do a magazine. I had like several ideas for it. So I'm like, I'm just going to, you know, make my own horror magazine and, you know, be able to push out the stuff that I love out there. Very That's cool. Great. Now, now the, um, the clothing line, is that still around? Yep, the, it's not being pushed as much. Uh, it's not to do with the magazine. It's its own kind of entity. Right. Uh, it's called Lucky Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did see that. I saw Lucky Fuck um, clothing, and I was just wondering if, if it was still around, you know, if people could still get some of that, too. Yeah, it's uh, it's got the – so you do Lucky Dash Fuck, so it has to have, have that little dash in between, or else you'll be at a porn site. Um, <laughs> so Lucky-Fuck.com, and uh, we have hats. We have booty shorts and um, shirts, and I'll probably I too have booty shorts. doing more of that. Yes, I think rum. You should you should order some lucky fuck booty, booty shorts, shorts and wear them. <laughs> I it. think that, uh, I think that's a, almost a must. That is like yeah. the best advertisement for this gentleman. Uh, <laughs> or a career, or a career killer. One of the either two. either or. I mean, it could help, but it could not. <laughs> you know, we don't know. Either way, we're helping you out. Exactly. Yes, we're helping out by buying a pair. You may be <laughs> the last pair you ever sell, but it's something. <laughs> well, there's there's something else you're involved with, too, and it's the Nosferatu Festival. 
Yeah, so I uh, created the Nosferatu Festival. As you can see, I have a lot of projects. <laughs> you sound like... Say, how about another iron to put in the fire? Hey, you sound like us, dude. It's perfect. It's great. We love it. Yeah, Nosferatu has been like... He's one of my favorite vampires ever. And yeah. um, Isn't the only like, vampire, really? Come on. He's the, one of the first. Yep. <laughs> the first. Um, now, so it originally came out in 1922. Uh, originally aired, like, like filmed, like... Uh, not film screened in the U.S. in uh, 1929, so it took a little while for it to get to the U.S. So this year is 90 years since it first screened. Wow! And when it originally screened, it was there was actually a, a Nosferatu festival that they had, so everybody was encouraged to dress up in a certain way, mm-hmm. and they made it like an event uh, to, to screen this movie. And I was like, you know, that that sounds awesome. Like I want to have like a Nosferatu festival, and like have that every year. Up until the hundred years, which will be 2022, will be a hundred years since it first screened. So, wow. well, I got I got something kind of interesting to 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 share with you about this, uh, which I found out, which is kind of cool. Uh, my grandfather, on my mom's side, was a uh, traveling piano player for silent films. Oh, dude, that's and cool. And he traveled when this movie was released in the U.S. To all the bunch of different locations to play the piano up front at the theaters. Wow, that's awesome! And there's a picture I have to find apparently of him as a young man with the cast of the movie. Whoa! Whoa, that is crazy. Yeah, that's awesome. it's very very cool. Yeah, I was we like, actually well, have um, for the Nosferatu Festival. I have one of my friends uh, working on a soundtrack. Uh, that it's going to be kind of uh, like synthy, kind of dark. Mm-hmm. And uh, instead of being black and white, it's going to be uh, red, black and white. So it's going to have a red cast over the whole thing. Okay. Uh, a blood red uh, version. So it'll be like a Gore Noir Nosferatu. Got it. Uh, yeah. I remember when, um, did, or do you, you probably remember this too, when uh, Typo Negative did uh, with David Carradine and they did a, uh, a mon like a musical tribute to uh that movie yep i actually have that on vhs <clears throat> i was thinking about um having like the last day where it's like a like a vhs uh screening of it and then mm-hmm. just pop, popping that on possibly i don't know yeah. we'll see i always thought that was so cool when, I, when, I, when as soon as i saw it, it was like i got i have it on vhs and i've got it on dvd i was yeah. like i just yeah. I, every year i watch it so so random with Dave Carradine opening. <laughs> it was so bizarre. <laughs> I was just like, okay, I, I guess it works. Yeah, it just it was like, what? How do you get David Carradine? He's probably high. Oh yeah, you <laughs> and, think? Uh, and he and he was you know met met uh, Peter Steele at a at a bar somewhere and ended up on the tour bus and he's like, <laughs> I mean, we should just hang out and watch Nosferatu. David, David, we need to watch this movie. <laughs> this is a great idea, David. <laughs> And then, then they, they produced it. It was like, no one's going to buy this. And then all of a sudden, it became this underground cult classic thing to buy. From If you like the band, you love the movie. And for some reason, you might like David Carradine. This is the trifecta. <laughs> the trifecta. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's really cool, though. I mean, that's uh, and uh, that event, that's going to be held where? Uh, it's in Austin, Texas, where I'm based out of right now. Okay. Uh, it'll be May 31st, uh, June first and second um right now i'm having a little bit of issue with the website uh but you can um um, find uh the uh the event page through the uh, gore noir um facebook so if you do facebook.com backslash gore noir n-o-i-r you'll see the event page there and you can uh um you know click that you're going and then uh share it with all of your friends that's awesome man that's that's very very cool yeah, it'll be cool. We're going to do those three different screenings with different screening each night. Uh, we'll have a kickoff party. Um, we're going to have like some kind of like circusy kind of um, uh, games that nice. are all Nosferatu kind of themed. Um, we'll um, have a bunch of stuff going on. So, you know, cool. you know, man, like uh, this is, is kind of a weird thing is, is like every seems like everyone that we talk to that's in the uh, the horror business. It's from fucking Texas. <laughs> That's like, true. Like I'm serious. Like we, we're real good friends with. I don't know if you know Billy Pond, 
who did oh, yeah. Circus of the Dead and like um the the gentleman played Noodle Dome in the movie is actually the guy who does all of our graphic work on our show uh and his name's Ryan and we just it's like everybody we've you know met and basically super nice. yeah and it's it's everybody we've met through basically uh uh Lloyd Cryer from uh Texas Frightmare oh yeah yeah so like we've all become these friends and it's just been like it's really cool that like we've met all these people from and it's everybody from fucking texas that was in horror movies i'm like jesus christ like we have no horror film people over here (laughs) it's surprising he's in new uh new orleans i'm in new orleans i'm up near wilmington north carolina i got you yeah i have yet to be to new orleans but i definitely want to go Come, dude. If you you look, if we have we actually have a horror film festival down here. It happens every year. You should come one time, man. Yeah, I'm totally down for that. I need to I need to get out a little bit more. I mean, I'm originally from San Francisco. I've lived in Hollywood, but uh, it seems like as far as the horror community that wants to create things, I think Texas has been the most like welcoming oh. and and uh, like that. It's been like I've created all this stuff because of. All these cool people that are like, yes, we want this. Right. It's amazing. Now, do you do you think Texas because because it's so big, or the people are creepy? <laughs> uh, I think it's because of the the people that are in Texas. <laughs> there, there's a lot of uh, I don't know, like the the uh, I, I guess you would call like square bears, uh, and then you kind of just to like rebel against those kind of people. People want to do like the complete opposite. So there was a lot of, of like punk rock early. Um, nice. I, I learned a lot about Texas over the book, but yeah, a lot of like punk rock and like, uh, obviously like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Right. Things like that kind of, you know, uh, people just got into. And, and, and I think that's what, what kind of blossomed to what it is now. Yeah. I mean, well, I some cool. of the best people we know are from Texas, man. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> Texas, number one. Yay! I've been out here for six years, so it's like outside of California, it's the place I've lived the most. That's cool. I mean, it's not, I'm not downing anybody out here, of course, because, you know, I mean, I have, I have friends that are in the movie business and they do, most of them do special effects stuff. You know, I got a, I got a really, really close friend of mine. He's a, he does, um, like the exploding shit in like big budget films. Like he blows up stuff in big, big budget movies. And, uh, you know, he's always telling me about, you know, what actors are assholes and whatnot. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to get into that. But, you know, it's, 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 it's really funny to hear him say that, you know, about some of these people like Oprah. Yeah, there's a lot of people out there <laughs> complete assholes that I'm just like, oh, I'm just not going to throw them under the bus. But like you could be a lot cooler. Yeah, well, I, I and, and I give two shits about Oprah. So I know she's an asshole. I could tell she is. <laughs> <laughs> he has to give things away just to make friends. Right, exactly. I mean, if I had, if I had Oprah money, no, I'm just kidding. I would never be an asshole. <laughs> I don't know. Oprah, uh, uh, Oprah money turns everybody to an asshole. I think. <laughs> something in the ink. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah Oprah money. That, that, <laughs> that's gonna be the title of this episode. <laughs> Oprah. Oh. Mitch Raffner and the Oprah money. <laughs> <laughs> Like I turn into like uh, Gollum from the Lord of the Rings. My precious, <laughs> my money, <Big> money. <laughs> it's mine. So uh, I was going to ask you real quick though. Uh, do what do you think uh, of the uh, the movies that are coming out now in the genre? What what any any thoughts like uh, anything like you really the, like? Yeah. It, it's very split as far as like some of the movies that are coming out. You can tell the ones that are like made to just make money. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of ones that are kind of pushing stuff and, and going in good good directions. Like I, I really like Deathgasm. That was came out a little while ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Turbo Kid really isn't super horror, but it was super splattery. And it was, was really rad. that was a fantastic movie. I loved it. Yeah, you saw Deathgasm too. Yeah, that's the uh, the death metal uh, kid, right? Yeah, yeah. Was yeah. the band? Uh, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that one was cool. That was out of New Zealand. Both of those are kind of New Zealand Canadian. Um, Hereditary was really good. I liked. Hereditary. I liked that movie. I haven't seen that. Everyone says it's fantastic, but I haven't seen it yet. It was. It's, kinda, it's a mind fuck. Really? It is, and it's got classic scare tactics in that movie. Nice. Yeah, it's atmospheric. You got to like put your phone away and just watch. Yeah, do not be disturbed while watching that movie, and yeah. pay attention to everything <laughs> <laughs> because you don't realize how much you missed until the end. Exactly. <laughs> 
you're just like, oh, wait, what? Huh? And, and, and understand at the end shows you how stupid you were through the entire movie. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I was we're sitting. Oh, I was in a theater. I'm with uh, with uh, one, two, three, four, five, five, five women. I'm sitting in the theater <laughs> with five, five women, and uh, I look to my right, and uh, three of them have their knees tucked up to their ears, and they're sitting there watching Hereditary. And then they get to the certain scenes and they're like, oh, well, that was unexpected. Oh, my God. And it, it was just completely. And then I had to go out and had to explain why all this was happening because oh, they nice. watched it and they nice. didn't they didn't get it. I'm like, OK, well, this is what this was going those, on. Those here. are my favorite movies where I have to explain somebody what, what happened. But yeah. it was uh, it was. Yeah. You pretty much have to watch it again yourself, too, to explain to yourself. <laughs> yeah, because I was sitting there trying to process it, and it was like, I understand. And then it was just so – there was so much just weird gratuity in that movie. Yeah. It, it, I liked it a lot. It, I mean, it had like – there was a lot of scenes where you're like, oh, something's going to happen. Oh, no, nothing happened. <laughs> but <laughs> it was just – Like, oh, this is cool. They're like, oh, oh. For, for weeks, we just hide places and go – because that's what the little girl did. No, um, I, I don't know. I haven't seen it, so I get yeah. it. Yeah. You're like the odd man out. This right, movie. right. I'm kind of like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's funny. What the fuck well, are you what doing? About things like, uh, what about uh, big? Uh, I'd say big production uh, horror things like uh, the Nun. See, uh, I am not a huge James Wan fan. Okay. I'm not a huge fan of that whole universe. Like, I understand it's not made for me. It's made for someone else. Uh, right. It's well, kinda... I mean, it's not for everybody for sure. I actually haven't seen it yet, so that's why I was asking your opinion. Me neither. I I've saw some of like The Conjuring and like some of those other movies, and it, I just call it horror light is what I call okay. it. So it's kind of like a, a gateway drug to me, and I'm like, that's fine if it gets people into the genre. That's cool. Um, but it it's just not for me really. Like those like if it's a psychological horror or like supernatural. Like it needs to be done mm-hmm. a certain way. Like Hereditary, I feel like did it the right way. But if it's like yeah. nonstop, just like jump scares and just like silly characters and just like, if you're going to be comedy, be comedy. If right. you're not, like don't. <laughs> I, I find those those are kind of like the ones that are pointed towards the teens. You know, exactly. you know, like the the uh, uh, I know what you did last summer slasher flicks and the pg-13 horror films i think well, that that, that's what that falls that in the line with, like you said exactly like the teens and the uh the because it's the same people that went i can't say anything because i also watched them but uh you know the teen i know what you uh nerve the um not another teen movie type of thing yeah yeah, yeah. feel yeah but uh yeah I, that's that's my my forbidden pleasures. Oh, I watch those movies. too. I'm not gonna lie. I watch a lot of fucking movies, dude. You know, I lo- <laughs> I watch I watch some shit. And, yeah, and, yes, you do. And I have yes, I have problems where I, my problem is like my my wife hates this is is when I put a movie on, I have to finish it. Yeah, I know. I don't yeah, care I if it's horrible. Do too. Like I, I don't I care how bad it is. It hasn't been too many times where I've turned off a movie. I mean, sometimes I'll fall asleep if I put it on too late, yeah. but that's about it. But then do you wake up and you're like, where the fuck was I? And I started again? Worst movie ever. No. It's not, my number two worst movie <laughs> was that piece of crap you made me watch called Rubber. <laughs> I loved Rubber. <laughs> oh, it was awful. Come on, man. It wasn't bad. I, I, I would have rather had my nipples cut off. <laughs> it it was, was horrible. All right, what was your number one worst? It was called Duncan's World. I don't know that. Okay, it's an it's an 80s movie and it's so slow. It, it quick cap of this movie. It sounds exciting just in the description. The mother and father were botanists. Their son had no one to play with, so he created an imaginary world where he plays with his little toy army guys and stuff like this. But he slowly develops into uh uh, trying, he's like the worst serial killer ever. Uh, he he wants to kill a cat, but he can't catch it. And then at the end of the movie, he just basically we're watching this. Then he has the Ferris Bueller moment where he turns to the camera and goes, "I guess it's just not for me." And that's how the movie ends. And I'm like, "What the fuck did I just watch?" 
I don't need to watch it now. No, oh, you, you, did, you did good. Thank you. I, I'm good with that. Uh, it's yeah, kind of like I, a, I, I always spoil that one just so people don't waste their time. That's kind of like a Donnie Darko moment. That was awful. Awful piece of garbage. Like I like Donnie Darko. Don't get me wrong, but I'm just saying it was like that weird. You know, like okay, well, why is yeah. he a rabbit? What is what? this? Yeah, yeah. But anyway, it's that's cool. I'm, I'm it's really uh, digging the 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 magazine concept. That's awesome, and the doing the Nosferatu festival. That's super cool. Do you uh, do you get to go, or do you? I'm sure you do. Go to Texas Frightmare. Oh yeah, yeah. We've been going every year. We have a booth every year. All right. Well, this year when I go there this year, I'm coming to talk to you. Yeah, you better. Yeah, I will, dude. Because like we go, uh, we've been the last what three or four. Uh, I missed last year's, unfortunately, but uh, that was unforeseen reasons we couldn't go. But yeah, we we go every year is usually as well. Me and my wife and kid. So I'm definitely gonna come see you this year, man. Come talk to you. Yeah. Come by. We're we're usually in the main room, uh, towards the back. Okay. Uh, by the zombie gear booth. That's where he usually puts us. But we'll see if he puts us there this year. But yeah, we we've been doing it for the past like, oh, we've done it like four or five years. Nice. Uh, well, then I've probably seen you. I just you know being the fact that I don't didn't know you at the time. You know. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're not a. It's you know. Slowly but surely getting out there. It's all word of mouth and, you know, promo. Uh, it's not like we're, you know, I'm, I'm self-distributed and, and it's all kind of uh, goes that way. We do have quite a bit of uh, people on our Facebook and our Instagram, but uh, Facebook and Instagram kind of screw any kind of business out of Yeah, fuck their algorithm. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're at about like 29,000 on Facebook. And cool. We're at about fifteen thousand on Instagram. So nice. Yeah, we're all going back to MySpace. Yeah, that's what we're gonna do. Yeah. I'll go back to MySpace I'll because be you know what? It's still there. Yeah, it is. And it's actually cooler because you can design your own fucking. It's basically small websites. Yeah. I, I, it was actually purchased by Justin Timberlake. Yeah. <laughs> it it was. It. it was, but he didn't do too much with it. So. Well, let's, let's bring sexy back. Let's do it. The sexy bring back. sexy back. You know, when it, what's funny is I went and I typed in, I looked up my old MySpace stuff and I typed it in and my old stuff came up. I was like, holy shit, it's still floating out there. Yeah. yeah. And you used to be able to go to these little pirate sites and pull out like little different recorders and like pirated music right. and stick it on your MySpace. <laughs> it's still on there. Really? Yes. Yeah, so I was like, I need to record all these songs. I wish I knew. The- I wish I knew my fucking passwords, dude. It's like retarded. Oh, it's so cool. <laughs> Just all I all I have to do is type in uh, the Rum Guy MySpace page, and it pops right up. That's fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. For for lucky fuck, that was like the first thing I had it on was MySpace. That's how far back that goes. That's and it's funny cool. because people are using MySpace on my site that I don't know that are trying to do hookups now. That's great. <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> Well, I'm look, into let's do MySpace. Yeah, <laughs> Mitch, you know what we're gonna uh, we we do this with most of our most of our guests and stuff like that. But like, since you have your your mag and stuff, what we're gonna do is we are going to definitely advertise you on our website. Like we do that, we do that as like we have a little section called Friends of the Show. We'll put a fucking link to your magazine. We'll put a link to your clothing line. We'll do everything we can to help you out, man. You guys are awesome. That's why I love horrors because, you know, everybody helps everybody. It's kind of a big community, and that's basically the reason why I got into it is because I love horror. And then once you start meeting more of the community, it's like I want to promote these people. I want to help these guys out. Yeah. And the same for you too. So I appreciate that, man. Yeah, and like like I said, we, we – I mean we're not a huge show, but we like to help everybody out, you know. Any, anything we can do for anybody uh, It's like you guys take the time out to come on our show – and that's the least we can do. Absolutely. And I'll promote you guys as soon as uh, you get any stuff up. Like, let me know. Oh, yeah. As soon as this episode airs, man, I'll send it to everybody. You'll, you'll have it. Um, but we know you got to cut out. We know you got to get out of here pretty soon because you got other meetings and all this other fancy shit you got to do. Because <laughs> you're, you're a fucking important guy, M- Mitch Raffner. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna slowly but surely just start adding more letters to my name. You should, you should. Like <laughs> different ones would be really cool, you know. Um, just sliding them in there, people. <laughs> Rafnerowski. Yeah, there you yeah, go. There you go. You can be a little ethnicity. Just add some different ethnicity to you. Oh, we're <laughs> so stupid. Feeling like you know today, I'm feeling German. 
Yeah. I would, it would be uh, Rafna Kaufman. Rafnaski! <laughs> well, my other is is uh, German, so <laughs> I don't oh, well, even put it go. up there because nobody will ever be able to pronounce it. <laughs> it's like my, if you if you spell my actual last name, it's primarily all consonants. It is. <laughs> Mine actually means blood heart, so it's actually kind of cool, but Damn. Like, nobody will be able to pronounce my, it. Mine means fiddler. <laughs> mine needs well, mine means naked ass. I mean, I'm sorry, mine sucks. <laughs> Oops. Uh, you know, thanks guys. <laughs> Fuck y'all with your fancy names. <laughs> Two out of three ain't bad. Yeah, yeah. bitches. <laughs> anyway, haven't watched Hereditary. And- <laughs> I know, right? I, I ain't doing shit lately. God, this sucks. Join the cool crew. Come I on. know, man. I gotta fucking get. A, I gotta get a new last name. I gotta fucking watch some good movies. What the fuck is wrong with me? At least you got a checklist. Right, right. right. To do. (laughs) So anyway, Mitch, I know you got to run, dude. Uh, Look, we appreciate you coming on the show, you know, and uh, sharing with us all your stuff at your magazine and everything. And uh, for anybody who wants to go and check out your magazine and your clothing line and the telethon, and the telethon, can you give them some like uh, places to go find it real quick? Absolutely. So uh, the magazine, you can do gore, G-O-R-E-N-O-I-R.com. The Facebook is uh, facebook.com backslash G-O-R-E-N-O-I-R. If you go to that that Facebook, um, you'll also find the Nosferatu Festival there. Um, The websites will be back up. It's going to be NosferatuFest.com, and there's also NosferatuFestival.com. The the clothing line is Lucky dash fuck.com don't forget the dash in the middle <laughs> and <laughs> uh, we are on instagram for all of that too um you can find that through the websites the instagram for for gore noir is g-o-r-e-n-o-i-r gore noir mag m-a-g dot there's no dot com on there i don't know why i was gonna try to throw a dot com just, just to throw us off just to because yeah. because it was fun yeah. tricky bitch yeah. it was fun it was fun tricky <laughs> Well, that was awesome. Thank you so much, man. We appreciate you. No problem. Appreciate you guys. And I, and I will be seeing you uh, at Frightmare for sure. Yes, Frightmare is going to be so rad. Uh, everybody who's going to Frightmare, stop by the Gore Noir booth and uh, buy some shit. That's right. It's a call to arms. <laughs> <laughs> Support independent horror media. Always. <laughs> always. Right. Oh, but cool, man. So I guess we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. Cool. All right, guys. All right, buddy. Thank you, man. Thanks, man. Bye. 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 And and that was Mr. Mitch Raffner. Mitchell Raffner. I I said Raffner. Ah, Mitch. (laughs) Mitch Raffner. God damn it! Like a rafter. I I mean, it was simple. It's a dude in a boat. Uh, Rafter. I get it. I get it. Or, or it could be a raptor. I don't know. Or in a ceiling. No, that's a different word. He could be yeah. a hip hop artist, a rapper. I'm just saying. <laughs> God. Super interesting guy, though. He was. It was very fun. He was very uh, cool. The stuff he's doing's really, really cool. Uh, check out that telethon. Uh, it's like he said. It's going to be done on Facebook Live, and uh, but you'll get all that information. Uh, go to the websites that he told you about. Uh, make sure you read up on it. They're doing a lot of cool giveaways. Yeah. We, uh, I, I think I'm going to uh, probably subscribe to his magazine, dude, because I, I really dig the stuff that he's doing, so I'll probably end yeah. up getting some, you know. That's cool, and that's, and everybody out there listening should. It's it's something something fun, something different. It's also that one thing you can have on your coffee table to make your – when their friends come over, they might get a little creeped out. Like, Yo, what the, the fuck is that? Yeah. Yeah, you know, you have you know, Better Homes and Garden. Right. You know, O Magazine and Guar Noir. Why the O Magazine? Because I brought up fucking Oprah. God, yeah, because you brought up Oprah. Well, speaking of something creepy and something like completely that grosses out your friends. Oh, we are going to talk about Oprah. And no, I'm not talking about oh. Oprah. I'm talking about this segment that's coming up right here, right on our show. Um, the uh, the Angley News. <laughs> it's Angley com- News? It's coming up right now. It brought to you by Mad Mart Flanagan, the one thing that grosses everybody out. <laughs> I don't know if that was a good intro for him, but it was, it was pretty fucking funny. You know, I, you know, I, I've been giving him shit about you know being angry like I always do. So. That is funny. But anyway, here's here's this segment uh, for the angry news from the land of hobbits and wizards. 
Combs, England News, and other shit with Mad Mart Flanagan. First and foremost, many apologies for my uh, gruff tones today instead of my usual beautiful English tones. I've uh, been a little sick and I've only just got my voice back, so you'll have to put up with it and listen to the gravel for a little while. So, first things first, now as some of you will be aware, England's known for its many ancient sites of interest and beauty. From medieval castles to the majestic Stonehenge. What some of you may not know is there are many stone circles all across the country, all varying in age and significance. My first story is about one of these smaller circles. Now, a stone circle thought to be thousands and thousands of years old, to be, it turns out to be a little bit more modern than people realised. The recumbent stone circle, as it's known in Aberdeenshire, It was reported by the site's current farm with unusual features, including its small diameter and proportionally small stones. So in other words, a tiny Stonehenge. The Historic Environmental Scotland and Aberdeenshire's Council's Archaeology Service celebrated it as an authentic discovery and continued their research until being contacted by the former owner, (coughs) who let them know in no uncertain circumstances that he had built the stone circle in the mid-1990s. Now, Aberdeenshire Council are still saying that they're going to put this down on record as being a stone circle, even though they're fully aware of it only being just over 30 years old. So, some things in England may not be as they appear. Next up, now I'm going to have to post pictures of this for you to get the full impression of what I'm talking about. So if you look on the England News and other shit on Facebook, there are going to be pictures posted when this episode goes live. So, a police force has been mocked mercilessly online after releasing an e-fit of a burglary suspect whose social media users claim looks more like E.T., the extraterrestrial. The female crook is wanted in connection with a burglary, but web users say she bears such an uncanny resemblance to the alien from Steven Spielberg's classic that that is all anybody's talking about. Others have compared the image with its long neck to Harry Potter's uh, baddie Voldemort. Staffordshire police have now been inundated with over 400 comments, with several positive pictures of the 1982 film. Andy Wallace said, Someone find this woman urgently. She needs to phone home. Simon Swiss Tony Wright put the getaway vehicle was apparently a BMX that had a shopping basket in front of it. John Stanway said, I don't think E.T. is going to phone the police. Another suggested that X-Files characters Mulder and Scully would be better suited to tracking down the suspect. Vicky Hudson said, one for Mulder and Scully from the X-Files, I think. And Alan Tamsport said, if I see her, I won't be calling Staffordshire police. I'll be calling Mulder and Scully. Now, I promise you, this is not what the general public of England is like normally. But let's face it, when you see the picture, you'll know why people were saying it. And uh, here we go to our last story. An Irishman injected himself with his own semen for 18 months as part of some absurd bid to cure himself of back pain. Now, some of us would use pain medication, some people might use a chiropractor, or even, I don't know, acupuncture. But injecting yourself with your own semen, I don't know what these people are thinking. Apparently doctors discovered the man's bizarre home remedy after he turned up to hospital with a swollen, abscessed arm in addition to his chronic back condition. 
While his main complaint was his back pain, the man's arm was found to be so swollen with semen that it had leaked in the surrounding tissues from the fatal injections, and his last dose had been a triple. The man told doctors about his semen cure and admitted to his innovative treatment, which he'd been carrying out for a year and a half. Now, what person in their right mind comes to the conclusion that as bad as their back pain is, they've got the best idea to make sure this back pain goes away. At what point does anybody wake up and think, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to inject my own semen into my arm to cure my back pain. This shit just keeps getting stranger. Well, there we have it, folks. I am running out of vocal cords. So I hope you've enjoyed this short journey into the primitive minds of our beautiful island. Thanks once again for tuning in. And as always, if you have any other questions or want to know anything about what's happening in England or has happened in England at the time, find me on Facebook at The England News and Other Shit and send me a message or, alternatively, message the MR podcast directly and we'll get right back to you. So... Thanks very much, and I'll let you get back to work. Must everyone's bad. <laughs> and that was the little bit of the Ingly news right there. <laughs> oh, Mart. Oh, Mart. Oh, you, you were such a fun guy. He's awesome. He hates us. I really no, do. He, I he mean, loves us. He, no, well, I mean, he loves I mean, me. I think he hates you. No, I really think he loves us, but he hates us too. It's yeah, it's you know, it's like I know, I know for a fact that like he would give his left testicle if he had one to us if we needed it. That's nice, but that's but he wouldn't come out here and let Gary fuck him in the ass. So I don't understand, you know how where the how much he loves us, but I know he hates us too. (laughs) Yeah, so. uh... That was the English segment, you know. I think uh, I, I'm digging the segments, man. Everybody's doing a great job on them. Yep, and we're, uh, we're gonna have I mean, some new stuff because we have we have it's, it's a couple. Of, like, like everybody's so excited to do a segment. Like we're actually now. I don't know if everybody. We I think we yeah we announced it last show that Kyle is moving away. He's moving to to L.A. Um, mm-hmm. He will be on the show. He'll be skyping in with me and Rom and whoever where's, else. Where's the hip people call it La? Yeah, La. Um, and hopefully, I mean, this is awesome. I'm really proud of him. Like, I, I want him to succeed. I want him to go to L.A. And, and make it his bitch is basically what I want him to do. Or or at least a close friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But, like, he's going to Skype in, but he's going to have a segment, too. We're going to we're gonna do something like uh, Kyle, you know, goes to L.A. or uh, life in L.A. We're going to figure it out. But And his brother, who is also Kevin, you know, Kevin the champ, he... um. Or he likes to say champ, champ. Um, champ, champ. <laughs> he's going to have a new segment, you know, called A Rant with oh. the Champ. Yeah. Um, But that's going to be on the show. But he, he also is going to be a host as well still, you know. So it, it's it's a work in progress, guys. We, we've got, like, uh, everybody wants to do little segments and things. And I think it's really fun. And I'm having a blast we're, with it. We're growing the family. We're getting more people involved. Um, and uh, I, I think it's... Uh, it's exactly on track and where we need to be going, and uh, we're just happy to have everybody, you know, you know, coming into the fold. I think it's great. I agree. So, awesome, man. Good show tonight. Yeah, it was fun, man. We had a good time. We met somebody interesting and fun. Yeah. I don't so know. Cool. I don't. <laughs> I don't know how much he's gonna like us. Uh, I think we're doing all right. I think hey, so you, too. His name. Mitch. Mitch Ratner. <laughs> Rafter, hip hopper. You're thinking Gilda. You're thinking Gilda Radner. I am. Uh, I don't know why. It's just it, to me, his name should be Rafner. Well, well, yes, maybe, but that's not. But that's to me, either, you know. Either. We all know yeah. it's it's Rafter. So you are going to Texas Frightmare this year. Uh, that's the plan, man. That's the that's plan. Awesome. That's the plan. That's awesome. You know, we'll have our uh, our yearly. Um, passes and stuff and see what happens hopefully we can get in there and do some you know talking to some people and you know that'll be nice man we'll definitely yeah. stop by and see mitch and- oh yeah because like we'll, we'll do we'll do the video like we did last time and and i'll i'll 
did get him on it for sure. Um, sure. Now, I don't know if Billy's going to be there this year. I know he will have a booth, though. Oh, I hope uh, he's feeling better. Me too. Me too. You know. Um, if anybody else wants to go look on uh, Facebook, type in Billy Pond and uh, look up his uh, GoFundMe. He needs all the help he can get. If you guys can help him out, he's got cancer. Uh, he needs help with bills. So if anybody can give him a hand, dollar or two here always helps. Uh, but anyway, you know, ah, enough of that. It's, I think it's time to say goodbye, Jeeves. Yeah, yeah, I, I got to agree. I think it's that time. I'm tired. I need to get some food in me. My birth, yeah. my birthday's Friday. Is it Friday? <laughs> yeah. Like, like this coming Friday. This Friday, man. This Friday. Wow, man. Well, congratulations. You're you're still here. Yeah, I know. I, I'm shocked. Uh, any, any day I, above the ground is a blessing. I'm, I'm happy that I'm here. Uh-huh. Uh, and you got, uh, all you got a nice stuff. family to 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 bury to, me. Yes, to bury you. Sure. Yes. Yeah. You know, now's the now's the time to start thinking about that stuff. Oh God, I hope it ain't the time. That's that's morbid as fuck. Well, we just had Guar Noir magazine on the show. It's time to. Oh yes, you're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So, but. Uh, well, that's good though. Are you, what do we? You, you, know, you should do something. Go out to dinner. Well, yeah, or, I'm not sure what we're doing. Uh, Caitlin hadn't told me anything. I don't know what we're gonna do. We might go cake. eat something. Don't blow a cupcake. Don't blow. A, blow out a cupcake. Don't blow a cupcake. <laughs> I'm gonna you know, have, you know if I blow it, if I blow the kids are using today. If I if I, blow a cupcake. if I blow a cupcake, I might end up with a lot of white icing in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's a cream field. Oh, you so awesome. Oh, so good. So good. Oh, my God. So Yucky. Good. Yucky. Oh, well, I remember uh, I remember those two. Steve. <laughs> oh, Steve and his brother. <laughs> that was the dumbest shit, but it was so funny to us. Uh, they, we should, they should come back someday. They were awesome. I, I think we should bring them back. Yeah. One of, be funny. one of these fucking days. Uh, you know what? It'd be great if we should... Oh. No, it won't make it won't translate now. That's no. fine. But anyway, like I said, good night, good show, uh, yeah, great guest. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, I was your host, Wayne. And I'm the rum guy. And remember, as always, to keep it, keep it, keep it up. <laughs> That's it. Get the fuck!